Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Joe Rose Show continues now, but first, a statement from Kenny Walker. Hi, there's Kenny Walker, and I'd like to clear the air if I can. Recently, you might have heard me on the show introducing Dolphins legend Kim Bo Camper. Now, I want to be clear about this. Joe Rose asked me to do the introduction, and he asked me to do it against the wishes of his producer, Hollywood. Now, unlike Joe, Hollywood and I both have the utmost respect to the great town of Milpinas, California. So it would be disrespectful to make fun of Milpinas or make fun of the name. So I would like to apologize to the people of Milpinas, California, and please know that I will no longer help Joe. I will no longer assist Joe when it comes to belittling the fine people of Milpinas. And to the students, faculty, and staff of Milpinas High School, go Trojans. You, you guys, you guys really have no life, man. You're seriously. That. All right, let's bring him in. Kim Camper, former teammate of mine and Part of the big part of the killer bees back in the seventies and eighties. Bo, good morning. How you, you guys doing? Got, you guys got nothing better. I to know. Do. It's like it's yeah. like seven year olds you know, around Kenny's, here. Kenny Kenny's got his own show to do. <laughs> yes. Let him do his own show. You, you, you're, you're encroaching on his show now. He felt no, so ridiculous. bad about what Joe forced him into that he wanted to issue a statement. No, oh. he, did. no he did not. Give me. T- who do you think you're talking to? Right. You think I'm up? What do you, What do you think? You just threw a little bait in the water, and I just I just bit the hook. Come hey, on, man. Hey, he he's a complete ass clown on the other side of this uh, of this window. No no question. About I, guarantee, I guarantee you. Once you told him the story, he goes, "Hey, can I get in on it?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think, hey. I think I think, I think, I, I think I'm supposed to be on his show in ten minutes. Hey, hey, I'll Bo. Probably get the same Hey, Bo, don't worry. Kenny, when he heard uh, we wanted him again, he sprinted over here to get involved, man. There's no question about it. <laughs> he was like, I'm in. Let me do it. <laughs> hey, uh, Bo, uh, man, I, I, there were a bunch of things that happened during the Super Bowl. I, I want to ask you about a couple things. Kyle Shanahan, the head coach yeah. of the 49ers, taking some heat. What do you think about his decision to defer in overtime and instead take the ball first? What were your thoughts? Well, Well, first of all, you know, I, I, I'm like the 49ers were. I didn't know what those rules were to overtime. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> right? Me neither. <clears throat> and, and that's the problem. The 49ers didn't know the rules. I, you know, after the game, I heard a couple guys, well, do we, know what we, did? we didn't know what the overtime rules were. Such a bad and look. So Kansas, yeah. but, it, but, but, but so Kansas, and, 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 and albeit Kansas City did. They threw the rules, you know. So, so, so Joe, you know, what, what came to my mind through that was 
all the little coaching points that we used to learn from Coach Shula. Yep. Always put a coaching point in. All this, that thing like on a kick where, where if you step out of bounds, if you have one foot out of bounds and you catch it, it's, you know, it, you, you get a better feel. But, you know, it's, it's all those little things that make and, – and, and you look at that, and, and when the game mattered most, when you may have to make a big decision on a coin flip, Kansas City know what they're doing, although they didn't get the call, and and, um, and the 49ers didn't know what they did doing. So, you know, and Tony Romo brought it up right away. Hey, look, that's a bad call because Kansas City's going to get, you know, four downs no matter what. That's right. To see what's going to happen. And so, yeah, I, I think that was – you know, you know, Joe, we've been in two of those games. We lost both of those games. And we can look back at little tiny mistakes that really turned the tide in those games. And in a game of that magnitude, the 49ers just missed the, they missed the boat, you know? Uh, I'm sure. And we, we've been talking about, hey, fourth and four at the Kansas City nine in overtime. Yeah. I kick a field yeah. goal. What do you do? The twenty-seven yarder, or do you go for? Yeah, me too. I kick a field goal. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was just wondering, but yeah, the Kyle Shanahan having players after the game coming out and saying we didn't know the rules in overtime is pretty embarrassing. When Andy Reid and those guys are over there talking about, we know what we were going to do. That was pretty clear. Yeah. So uh, just yeah. just, just yeah. crazy stuff. Hey, Bo, I got to ask you, uh, bringing it back here uh, with this Dolphins team, and for for a second, I know we've already beaten it up. The offensive line right now is really Austin Jackson for sure. I'm guessing Teron Armstead's going to come back, even though I know he only made 10 starts because injury. You yeah. expect he'll come back at left tackle, right? Well, I know this. I, you know, he, he loves to play the game. He loves to be around the guys. And, and you know, when he plays, he still plays well. And so, you know, and he didn't play early in the season, but he played a little bit of a – got a little run on the, on the end of the season where he played a little bit. But I, I would expect to see him back. You know uh, the the other the other guy I would love to see back is Robert Hunt. You know they, they've they've invested in him. Uh, you know we watched him grow into a really good uh, a really good guard, and uh, and I, I know he's I think he's a free agent. I believe he's a free agent, and uh, so you know I, I'd, I'd like to see him back. You know it's you know it, it you know over the years you you watch these teams and look at like Pitt, well this is kind of back in the day when when there wasn't free agency, but. You watch these teams now, and it seems like the ones that keep their offensive line together and don't let them leave and free, you know, kind of, kind of keep that keep group. That group or, yes. And and I, I guess maybe maybe you know, back in the day, Joe, we could keep guys. We had there was very little trades. There was no free agency, so we played with guys for our entire careers, right? Yep. And so we had, you know, Joe, look at that offensive line we had. So we had it for what? Six, seven, eight years together. It was there a long time, man. You're right. From Dwight working out to Eric Latso and John Giesler inside to Ed Newman and Roy Foster and Cooch, who seemed to play forever. So we saw saw firsthand the benefits of having an offensive line that stays together and plays together for a lot of years. But you don't have that. You know, know, now this this game now with free agency and trades and agents telling you, you don't want to be there, this and that. You know, it's hard to keep them together, so you try to keep as many pieces as you can. So I'd like to see them keep the pieces that worked. Austin Jackson, I mean, you know, I, I would stick with Eichenberg to me is, is a good, you know, after after what he's done this year, he'd be a good, you know, that backup who can back up any, any position along the line. You get him in there. And, and uh, yeah, I think there's, you know, I, 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 I think – I think there's a chance to keep that offensive line together, but I think uh, you know Robert Hunt to me is a big key piece. 
you know, in, in, in this whole picture. Yeah. I uh, I am I'm really curious to see because I'm with you. I'd like to keep a bunch of those guys together if possible. If yeah, not, yeah. But but there's a, there's a lot of work to be done. Hey, we got a weird one here. So so at the pass rushing situation, you got Phillips and Chubb coming back from injury and probably yeah. not going to be ready when camp opens in July into July August. A Van Ginkle yeah. also coming off injury and a free agent. So, Bo, I, I'm curious if they know those guys as slowly as everybody, they bring everybody back these days to make sure they're 100% before they get rolling. How do you yeah. feel in for those positions? I mean, those are those are your best, some of your best players on the team. How do you go about finding guys to come in on the cheap because you can't spend any more money on them on, on, yeah. on that position? I, I don't know how they handle it. Yeah, well, I, I think if you just – look – you hope you can re-sign Van Ginkle. I think I'm not. I'm not sure the extent of his injury, but I haven't heard anything that that would lead you to believe that he's not going to be ready for training camp next year. Uh, but he's a free agent, right? And so you, you got to take care of him in, in, to what degree. Um, and then the other guy. Look, I, I think that I think that Jalen is going to be back sooner than than. Really? Think. Okay. I I would guess I would guess he would be back. Um, look, look, Joe. You, you look at look at look at the Aaron Rodgers. They were they were talking about him playing maybe at the end of the season. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, and that was you know that's what was that? That was like five months, four months, whatever. You know, he just plays so, such an explosive position, Chubb and Phillips on the no, get off. I, I, yeah. I, I, I get it. I get. I get. Look, I'm not. They're not going to put him into play if, if you know if, if it's. You know, they don't think it's going to hold up, but I just think it's, um, I, I think it's a lesser of the two, and, and plus the timing was different. He had another, so so he was hurt what a month, month and a half before Chubb got hurt. So he's ahead of that game yeah. too. But hey, look, I'm just, you know, look, look, Joe, I'm, I'm sitting here talking all this stuff, and and it probably doesn't make any sense to anybody. I'm just trying to talk myself into it being a good, <laughs> it being a good result. You know, yeah, getting the right guys back, getting the right guys healthy, and because. Joe, I mean, when we watched that team, when that team was at its best, and you had all those all those pass rushers um, hitting on all cylinders, boy, I tell you what, it was a it was a beast of a defense. It was fun uh, to, to to play against, and so um, you, you know you you, you got to try to keep as many of those guys and, and get back to that as you, as you can. And now look, we got a new defensive coordinator coming in, and 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 that's going to change some things, some of the ways that he sees people. So. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know that 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 for me is a frustrating area because it because it was so good at one point last year and now now it's kind of like you got your your house burnt down and you got to build it back up before uh, before it starts raining again. Hey, Bo, you know? no no matter what, I, I I you know, and I'm talking finances and everything else, but you got you you got to somehow whether you put a tag on him or you you got to keep Christian Wilkins, don't you? I mean that that that's a, a huge hole if if you don't. I know he's expensive. I, I listened to Omar yesterday about how expensive he's going to yeah. be. What, what are your thoughts? I get it. He, he, that guy's the heartbeat of your football team, right? That, that guy, that's that's that guy. That guy plays the game at the highest level. He 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 leads that team. He's a leader in that team. People follow him. Uh, he's a he's a workout fiend. He, he's Loves to play. He loves the energy. And, and, you know, to me, again, this is a guy you invested a, a high first-round pick in, 
and you've nurtured him to where he is right now. That's what I don't understand about teams. When you, when you, when you draft a guy, you bring him along, and four years later, you know, when the, when the contract situation gets to what it eventually does, you, you let him go somewhere else, and then you lament it for the next, you know, like every time. Like every, you know, we go up to New England. I'd see Devin Gotcha. I go, man, I used to like, well, I used to like having that guy. Jalen Phillips, how, much, how many times did he, did he, did he beat us up after, after leaving here? So, you know, I, I get tired of seeing these guys that are really good players going to other teams and then playing against us and going, yeah, geez, it was nice when we had that guy. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I, I, I got to, I, I, I know it's going to be expensive. I know it's going to tax the salary cap. Um, but I, I just think, I just think for a lot of reasons, you know, it's too, he's too valuable to give to let go. So you knew at that, least in my, at yeah. least in my mind. Well, I'm with you. I, I think no matter what he, he's uh, when, when Chris Greer got going on this, uh, these important drafts, he was the first number one that really, to me, is the guy that Chris really yeah. hit the home run on. And man, yeah, you but, want to but, keep that but, guy. And, and but then you hear Chris, then you hear Chris talking after after and you're saying like, it's almost like, well, you know, we're just going to because like, well, you know, he deserves to be a free agent, which he does. But you know, I, I, I mean, you know, I would like to kind of heard, well, you know, he look, it's it's in the, you know, it's in his hands, but we would certainly love to have, you know, I mean, a little more. <laughs> A little more of that, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Instead of doing the negotiating when he's telling us what he what he's going through, yeah. yeah. Hey, so yeah. um, I do want to ask you. So Sam Madison, man, I I know you feel like I do yeah. about Sam Madison and new defensive coordinator coming in, man, and and bringing his own people. Yeah. And I thought that coaching staff was pretty damn good. I know the Vic Fangio, you know the grumpy old man stuff, but he that that was a really good defense. But look, he was—he could have been as grumpy as he wanted. He, you know, he produced. And, and had he not had the, had he had he not had that that rash of injuries at the end of the season, uh, it, it could have been a different picture. But they look—that's that those things happen, and, and that's what it is. But, but I thought Vic, I thought Vic, you know, it, it was funny because you know the first three weeks, especially in San Diego or in San, in LA when we played the Chargers, uh, and, and they ran all over, and you go, oh, geez, what about this defense? He was, you know, and, and so, but then. But then after like three games, then you then you started seeing seeing them coming into their own and and doing the things they were doing. He got a little more aggressive and all that. And so, uh, so I look at I think having Vic there, I think even I think even the residual of having Vic there will pay dividends on the guys that are still here moving forward. You know, because I think he was that that kind of a defensive coordinator. Yeah, I think, and they're still like you said, they're they're going to use a lot of things that Vic did. I I think some of those yeah. things Mike really liked, and and I would expect yeah. they'll they'll do some of that stuff. So uh, yeah, hey Bo, by the way, I'm glad you mentioned that stuff about Don Shula. I, I should have hit it harder, man. We were like sometimes he hit things over and over again, the same things yeah. that you couldn't help but be prepared, even if you were a lazy kid in the back of the room that didn't take notes. That, yeah, that dude, yeah. we went over every situation, like every day to the point. Yeah. It just like, why? I heard you the last 42 <laughs> times. But but you were ready, right? Uh, I mean, you were ready for every situation yeah. with Don yeah, Shula. You know, you know, yeah. I've, told, I've told people, you know, you go, we go through training camp. And, and you know, they were long training camps. And, and they, were, they were hard. And, you know, you'd be sitting there, and you were there, Joe. You're sitting there, and it's, you know, it's your, on that one of those morning practices in August, and the steam's coming off the ground, and and you're out there, and you're and you're doing goal line and everything, and you're and you're and you're and you're, you're going, gosh, damn, we run we we run this play on practice ten times a day, <laughs> yeah. every single day, 
every single day. How many times do we have to run it until you think we know it? Right. And, and so you, you, know, you get aggravated about it. And so I remember one year we were playing. You know what it was? It was when we were playing the Chargers. We were playing the San Diego Chargers and, and win that, the, the double overtime game, right? And, and so we're playing basically six quarters. And, and by, we, by the time we go into the sixth quarter, I, 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 was, I was brain dead. You know, yeah. I was beat. Oh, I was hot. brain dead. Yeah. I had no energy. I didn't. But Joe, every time they call something, I put my hand in the dirt, and I did it. Right. Because it, it, it was it was it was the and, and, and at one point in my mind I thought this is why we practice these things over and over and over and over because at that point my mind wasn't even working, but it just automatically my body and everything just went okay. Just you know, yeah. put your hand in the ground and rush up field. You know, and so you, 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 I don't know if that makes sense. Probably a stupid story. No, no, no. Listen, man, that guy, yeah, he was like, I used to go, we're going over this again today. No wonder half the guys in the meeting are sleeping right now. He's doing it again. Like, but, but there was none of that stuff where a player would go, I didn't know about that. That's the first time I've heard about that. Yeah. I was, I was thinking that. Exactly. Bo, thank you, man. I really appreciate you coming on, man. I'm sorry about the Kenny Walker stuff and, and Hollywood, the very childish stuff here. so what, what was Hawks going to be doing it now? Is he going to come into the? You're going to get, you're going to get him to come in early or something? Yeah. Just, you know, just just to bust my balls about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> it never stops. It's very childish yeah. around here, Bo. I'm sorry about that. It man. is. It is. It is. Yeah, you should change it to 560, the child child's yeah. play or something like that. Right. Kid and play. Yeah. Kid and play. Or Home something. of maturity yeah. pills, right here, man. Giving them out. Thanks, Bo. All right, All right brother. Take care. That was Kim Bo Camper. Join us. Talk a little bit. Uh, about different things and with the team and just teasing you a little bit for that little uh, dolphin fix of, uh, boy, the offensive line. I'm really curious, man. We got two uh, tackles under contract, but uh, we got some three guard, two guard positions and a center position outside of Eichenberg and, and what, how he'll be used. Did he play well enough that they trust him to be the starting center? I, uh, to, Remains to be seen there. I do want to take a second this morning to tell you Valentine's Day is tomorrow. (laughs) Don't think I wasn't on top of it this year. I am ready to go. So is Cliggy's Carts. I can't believe Cliggy calls me. Says, Joe, got a whole bunch of new golf carts, four and six seaters in. Yep, 72-volt royal prices with it in the mid-12s. And I go, what? That's right, man. They got uh, this this has never happened before. So listen up, lovebirds, during uh, during Valentine's Day. I've never seen these prices. 2,000 overstock factory rebate on all four and six seat 72-volt royal prices in the mid-12s. Give you a sweetheart of a great Valentine's Day. She's going to love it, man. I'm telling you, huge Valentine's Day sale right now on 72-volt crown carts. Full $2,000 off due to overstock factory rebate. Four-seaters in the mid-12s, six-seaters in the mid-13s. Never before seen prices like this. Cliggy is trying to make a big splash here before Valentine's Day. So go on over if you get a chance. If you really – I wish everybody could go up there if you have time. You you can go to the website, obviously, and I'll give it all out. You can visit Cliggy's Carts online at golfcartsfl.net or you can call 954-388-5932. They're located at 1751 West Copens Road in Pompano Beach. Visit Cliggy's Carts, an authorized Royal EV dealer. 
Uh, Cliggy's K-L-I-G-G-Y-S. He's a little crazy right now, but he's got some low prices and carts that are absolutely loaded for you and your family. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To really enjoy, especially before Valentine's Day. You know what? I didn't even realize that the... The playoff rules were different in overtime, so I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win, but I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really – I don't totally know the strategy there. No, no, we haven't talked about it, no. Maybe the weirdest thing to come out of what would end up being a great overtime game. Of course, a lot of talk about Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City winning another one. Um Three now for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey and uh, that team getting back-to-back championships, not easy to do, and now going, trying to win a third one in a row. We'll see see how that goes. We got plenty of time for that, but I got to tell you, it's the weirdest thing for players to come out after the game and say they didn't know the overtime rules. They didn't realize, some of them didn't realize it had been changed. They didn't know what was going on. But it is a really bad look for the head coach, for your players on offense and defense to come out after the game and say they didn't know anything about it. Uh, Woody, you asked me a question, and I, I don't have the answer to it um, because you're right. In Seattle, a lot of people were mad at Pete Carroll and his coaching staff when they lost that game that play they ran with with the big, strong running back back there down on the goal line to win the game, and instead they throw a pass over the tackle that gets intercepted. Um, one of the worst plays I've ever seen in the history of the Super Bowl. It, it was bad, and it bothered. It's bothered a lot of those big personality, that defense for Seattle. They are bothered for a long, long time, and, and things started after that. They'd won a championship the year before, but uh, that thing started falling. I don't know. It's a great question, actually, Woody. I was thinking about it. I th- I think he's a really good coach. But I'm guessing there's probably going to be some guys in the offseason going because they're going to listen to guys and talk and they're going to ask each other the questions because we all do. I, I, I said this. I, I remember when we lost the Washington Redskins and I was like, why didn't we put Don Strzok in to throw the football? We had thrown the ball so well against Washington in the past. Why, why did we – not we always made a move like if things weren't going well with David Woodley he had Don Strzok he'd bring him in he didn't do it in the Super Bowl and so I know some of our teammates were were like that that was a weird one that that he 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 didn't do it so guys will talk in the offseason about because you get so close 
49ers got to be sick to their stomach. There is whether they're going home or going back to the Bay Area. There's you know guys going to be have a you know that's the second one for some of these guys in the last few years. There's microphones everywhere, man. These guys are going to do podcasts over the summer. They're going to get to talking, and when when the, the honesty starts to come out, I'm guessing a lot of these guys are going to be really ticked off that their coach put them in a bad spot in overtime. So I talked to somebody last night um, that that is a that is a coach, and I asked him about the whole overtime thing, and I was curious. I just need to talk to somebody. I don't want them to come on the air, so it's a lot easier to talk to somebody because nobody wants to come on the air and, and get in trouble or – want anybody in the fraternity all upset with him. So I had asked him, and he said the weird comment was that um, we wanted to play for the third possession. And I was like, he said he thought that was that was soft. He said another word, but he said that was kind of soft to say a third possession. What are you thinking of a third possession? you got to be thinking about winning the frigging game and you don't take the ball first. Um, Look, so, man, this is why you're paid what you're paid to be a head coach in the NFL. What, I mean, I'm sure that guy's making, what, 4 or $5 million a year? Who? Something like that, maybe more. Oh, a lot more. Double Okay, that. great. So he's making that kind of money. Andy Reid's making 12 you, 13 you 14 You have to be prepared for all these situations. Like, you can't act after the game like you don't know what the hell's going on or third possession. Like, that, that sounds like an excuse anyway, like, for, for making a wrong call. So Kyle said he met. This is another weird one, too, that was brought to my attention. Kyle went over that with his analytics guy. And they've all got analytics guys that are close to him where they can hit him with numbers. Hey, I'm thinking about going, what, what, what are the numbers? What's this look like? So, But it was just weird. It was, you know, and your team was not educated on any of that stuff. And overtime, you had to know, not that necessarily it was going to be an overtime game because those don't happen very often, but – Everybody's brother thought that was going to be a close game. 49ers are a super talented team. A lot of people think it's a more talented team, except the quarterback position. It's got talent everywhere, the 49er team. They do. This is one of the worst coaching decisions we have seen in a very, very long yeah, time. I don't know. Oh, I do know. Listen to his players, man. Well, that, that And by part, the way, wait till the ones bad. that actually come out and start saying stuff. You know, that's, that's heat of the moment after the game. Wait till we start hearing guys that are really bummed out about losing that Super Bowl that way. I do have some good news if you're a San Francisco fan. They're favored to win the NFC next year. Yeah, that's great. I think Expected this will. To have everybody they bring Shanahan back. This is going to linger. He's not going. Why? This will linger. When was the last time a guy's won as much as Kyle Shanahan's won? Were they going to get rid of him because of, of that one call? Get out of here. You always go too far. You want to let me ask there. you. You want to place a bet? I'll place a bet with you, and I'll give you percentages that no, you no, I'm like. I'm sure he stays. Oh, I'm okay. sure he does. But I'm also telling you, I think this will this will damage them. I, I don't think they get over this. This guy three three six is Shanahan could and maybe should be three and zero in Super Bowls. I would seriously consider replacing Shanahan. Come on, you found somebody to agree it's with. It's fine. That? No, no, look, it's fine. I, I get it. you don't want to like have the knee jerk reaction and fire the guy. I I, I get that. Getting to a Super Bowl. But my thinking on this is that this will not go away. Well, we'll Especially see. when players start to come out, this feels very similar to the Seattle situation. I don't think they have a lot of guys on that. It's a pretty close team. Nick and those guys all seem pretty close. I don't know. Oh, I'm we'll sure see. they are. 
I know. Until everybody's your got coach a, screws you in a Super Bowl. No, I get the podcast thing comes out, and everybody wants to be all, all of a sudden. Everybody, somebody will say jumps something on the podcast, especially if you get someone that ends up on another team or something like that. I know you've already had some guys say stuff like we didn't know what the hell was going on. That's a bad look for a head coach that you don't communicate to your team before you, that game with two weeks to get ready is is a bad bad look. But saying all that, I still think a lot of people. Andy Reid went out of his way. Oh, Kyle's really good. I don't want to second guess what he was doing. This is kind of new to everybody. I went, Andy, that's all you have to say. You don't have to say anymore, man. We uh, we we get it now. You're, you're making it pretty clear. By the way, the other part of this thing, wanted to ask everybody. So CBS, when I was looking at something on CBS last night. Ranking all-time quarterbacks after what Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes just did. And I agree. Listen. He is 28 years old. He's still a young guy in today's protect the quarterback NFL. But I want to ask you, do you agree with this list? Tom Brady, number one. We all agree. You got to stop calling it that, by the way, the protected quarterback NFL. We didn't have enough guys go down for your liking this year. No, they had a bunch, but it's a different game. that, okay? Tom Brady, first. Joe Montana, second. Can, can you have a an opinion on Joe Montana second, or are you going to say you, you don't remember enough Joe Montana? I mean, I would go Brady Mahomes one, two. Well, Mahomes but... comes in number three because it's fine. The West Coast offense and Joe Montana is pretty good there for for a long time. All right. Anyway, Mahomes came in at three, man, and I was thinking, man, there are a lot of good damn quarterbacks. Mahomes three at 28 years old, six AFC championship games he's played in. My God. Woody, they, they just win. I forgot. They win the AFC West every year. They're doing a New England Patriot thing. They just win it every year. And I thought these these were done where somebody could dominate this long. You get three, four, five years. That's a nice run. But you got a 28-year-old quarterback in Mahomes. They ain't going away. Man, you, no, well, we we you know know firsthand down here how hard it to, is to uh, to get to a Super Bowl well, we or to see, win a playoff game. So we got we got to see that. You take this stuff uh, for granted here. We got to see that show twice, by the way, the Mahomes show. By the way, this guy nine five four says this is a dumb narrative. The sports media is going with you take the ball first in the new OT rules. You take it first. Yeah, you're the guy, huh? That's the guy. Him and Shanahan. So that guy would have to explain to me. Why you would take it first? I, I would love for somebody to explain to me why you would take the ball first, knowing first of all you get a stop, and or even if they score a touchdown, you don't need to go into yeah. it. It's it's pretty obvious what you would do first. And by the way, I'm guessing if Shanahan could have a do over, he he would he would have kicked. It's not about who has the third possession. It's just not. It that, was someone says it was new territory. This had never happened. No comparison to what that is, Seattle did. By the way, like comparing that, the, that I'm is true. saying that the coaching decisions are equally as horrific. No, they're not. And when you got players you coming out, saying that's when you as bad players as coming out, when you got players coming out after the game, multiple players saying they didn't know the rules. That's that's coaching failure right there, man. That's, that's Seattle that's call that Russell Wilson and all the rest of them, whatever that play they ran with the one of the two or three strongest and best goal line short yardage running backs in the game. That is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. That is by itself what Seattle did. 
I don't know if it's the same guy. He says sudden death second series. That game wasn't getting to a second series. That's the point of all of this. Mahomes came out and said they were going to go for two regardless. It wasn't going to another series. I'd rather defer myself, having a night to, to yeah. sleep on it, and a little help from some other guys who were talking to me about, you know, tell me what you're thinking here. I don't know, man. I um, He just – there's coaching in regular season. There's coaching when you just have a lot better team. And then there's coaching in the biggest game where everything's about even. Well, he and owns, one team he owns has three more of the biggest collapses in history. The one in Miami was pretty bad, too. Woody, you're making this guy sound like he's Cam Cameron. You really are. <laughs> no, you are. You're making him sound like Cam Cameron. You go so far overboard. He's made some mistakes, I Do you think. believe, let me ask you this, do you believe that more players will come out and give their opinion on what Not happened? necessarily. Is that a yes or a no? No. I don't know what that, no, I don't. You, you think every player is going to keep their mouth shut and just be be good soldier about it and that's it? No, because those guys did enough on their own by turning the ball over, making mistakes that way where it wasn't on Shanahan. Shanahan, is he responsible for McCaffrey fumbles on that first in drive? In the first quarter? Yeah, I'm going to go back you. to the first quarter. Did he did he get a, a a kick blocked? I'm asking you. Come on. Well, I mean, is it his a rookie kicker? Is it his fault that uh, a guy's around the ball and it, uh, on special teams and kicks off his no, foot? Not his fault. But you don't count any of that stuff. Oh, that's right. You're not I a big turnover a question. guy. I asked you a question. You're screaming about it, but because I asked you, you a question. Because you don't listen with your sarcasm. Do you, really, you really don't think any other players will come out and, you know, podcasts and interviews and all the stuff they're going to do I, come out and have some, some strong thoughts on what happened in that game? I agree there's not enough material on this new format since it's only run, it's new, and it's in the playoffs. I think Shanahan will get a pretty good hall pass on his decision. I'm just telling you, maybe maybe I'm wrong, and I'm sure you'll remind me when somebody no, comes no, it's, out. I mean, it's fine. You'll but play I, you it know, on my face. Andy Reid seemed to know what the hell was going on. He's not Andy Reid. Andy Reid outcoached him, and it's a lot easier for Andy Reid having that guy he sends out to play quarterback. Maybe so, but at least you could know what's going on. You could right. know the, the we situation. We gotta go to break, man. Sit here and argue with you. You and I should just go out. We didn't have a couple beers, and I'd have to just go after you, just chase you out of the bar. All right, right now I want to talk to you about. Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage. Man, hey, Michael, thank you for being really good at what you do at Choice Mortgage. 30 years of experience, and, man, when you get some good news, fixed rates now in the fives. I want people to know if you closed on your home in the past year with a rate of over 7%, you need to call Michael Kotze. Fixed rates in the fives with no prepayment penalty. Call right now, save some money, have better cash flow, all the things important to you with all that equity in your home that you need. Uh, Michael Kotze, Choice Mortgage, can get it done in half the time of the big banks because that guy works seven days a week. He's working for you even on a Saturday or Sunday. only thing that might hold him back is one of his sons is playing hockey. Then that, that's a whole different deal. No, I'm just kidding. He's always working for you, helping uh, folks down here for more than three decades, uh, working 24 hours, seven days a week. That's what's so good, that and the experience that he has. Here's the cell phone number, 561 561- 441-2730. 561-441-2730. MLS 166254. Rates and terms subject to change. Daily without notice. He's an equal housing lender. 
All right, let's get you a weather update brought to you by the Demesman and Dover Law from youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. It is uh, now 74 degrees, and uh, I, I guess the rain has stopped. There's a 15% chance of rain later today, so uh, enjoy the day. Take it away, Joe. Thank you, Woody, after uh, getting everything stirred up around here this morning and uh, going on. You, you honestly realize you can't get rid of Kyle Shanahan, right, though? Like, of course not. I, okay. I, I probably wouldn't fire him. But well, Okay, I just wanted to. But my, my thinking is that this will linger. Okay. It feels like a Seattle-type situation. Well, I don't know, and only time will tell, but it, it would hard, it'd be hard for me to imagine anything was worse in Seattle where Pete Carroll literally this season early in the year met with three or four of those former players that had, had problems with him. And they sat down and he discussed it with them because he, those guys were still upset. At, how many years ago was that? It was a zillion. Oh, man, yeah. long time ago. And those guys, I'd be mad, though, too. They should have had two in a row. You that was a really good But you team. don't think guys on San Francisco are mad? Woody, that call, that call is a, that is all-time head-scratching trying to figure out what, what that call was. And trying to throw a ball inside between a tackle and a tight. Do you remember how tight that throw bad was? Bad play call, yes. And not only was and bad, somehow the Patriots knew exactly what and, they were and, doing. And, so. and Belichick knew, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Had a guy standing right there. Bad going, play call. You run it to that guy out of Oakland, California. That guy named Lynch. He's really good. I got you. I understand that situation. But I asked you a question. But you know the other thing. I asked you a question. Those guys that played in that game, by the way, most of them, you're right, were part of that collapse in, in Miami, too. The same Mahomes team. No, no, there was only five or six guys, they said, on that 49er team from from a few years so, But you don't think that this thing's going Bozo to. Bozo was hurt. I think uh, that was the year Nick had hurt his knee. I think he was out. You're not playing that game? But but they had that's either guys way on a team. I know regardless, what you're saying. you don't think at there. some point in this off season, one or two or three of these guys are going to start talking. They're going to yeah. go on a podcast, and they're going to get you know a little truth uh, truth out of them. Yeah, and they're going to say they're bummed out, they're pissed. Yes, bad decision. But I mean, they're going to talk because all the guys talk with each other with everything. And first of all, not everybody likes the coach to start with. So you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna have some stuff. And it's a very bad look for players to come out right after and say they had no idea. So man, we're flying home from L.A. after losing the Super Bowl, and I hear guys going, "Why was Don Strock not playing?" I said, "I don't, I don't know." Don Strock, we get him out there, we're gonna win that game. I'm, mean, I'm not trying to stir up trouble after 50 years, but. Um, so that's going to happen, Woody, but that, you know, that's not going to change the way they play when they come back or lose. Con- Shanahan's done a lot of good stuff. He's done a lot of good. You, you, you talk about winning your division and, and getting to a Super Bowl or, by the way, I don't know if they don't get their quarterback, didn't get injured against the Eagles. Maybe they beat the Eagles last year. They've, they've had a nice run, but they've come up short and you don't know how many of those chances you're going to get ask Buffalo's wonder, and they've had some really good teams. They didn't get it done. You're looking at San Francisco now. They've had teams good enough to win. They haven't gotten it done either as an injured quarterback or what just happened where you had two evenly matched teams overall, I thought. 
Uh, but you never know, Woody. You're right. And look at look at the Eagles. That thing was looking really good, and look how that thing just fell apart at the end of the year. You get one of those good teams, man. You, it's not easy to get back. This thing that all of a sudden Kansas City just going to make it back for three in a row. I got to see it to believe it. Things change a little bit when you've won, and everybody's telling you how great you are all the time. I don't know. We'll find out. I got to think they come back with a little bit of a better team around Patrick Mahomes too, right? On the offensive side of the ball, clearly the defense really good, but um, they got to get this guy some sort of weapon, right? I don't – well – Assuming Kelsey comes back, right? Kelsey said he's coming back. Well, let's see how it goes. You know, he's going on tour with his girl over the summer. <laughs> he's fine. He's still got <laughs> Okay, but let's, you know, let's see how he does after he goes on this world tour. Um, see how interested he is. I would think – I don't know how they do it, but they got to have Chris Jones back, and I know he is. He may be the most expensive free agent. Oh, he is. Yeah. Outside of a quarterback, that would be – but you need him back. If you don't believe it, go back and look at the handful of plays he made in crucial situations in that game from, from his pass rushing situation, either blitzing or, or, or guys are blitzing next to him. He's pretty damn good. But I do agree, Woody. you got to upgrade. you got to upgrade some guys. You when can't, we get Omar in here, he can crunch some numbers. Omar can go find a receiver down yeah. at the park. Bring his calculator in here. Bring the park down and, and get going on the, the cap. Oh, they're going to cap us, Woody. Our local writers are going to cap. We're going to have to hear about that friggin' cap every day. We're 50. We're 51 million over. I don't want to hear about the cap. I want to hear about how they're going to get significantly That's better. That's all I want. I'm Just with you. Just get significantly better, See, man. we agree on something. Give me a shot. I don't care. I'm, I'm, that's not my job to worry about it. There's a guy named Brandon Shore. You worry about it. Chris Greer wants something done. Mike needs something done. You you make it work. Call, call the owner. Tell him what it's going to cost him. Redo whose contract's got to be redone and get it done. That's it. Home playoff game would be nice. Been a little while since we had one of those, I guess, right? Yes, it has. It's been a long time. Where people were all excited. Why'd you have to bring that up, man? Don't ruin my Valentine's Day tomorrow, bro. Don't don't ruin it. You remembered? Yeah. You wrote in my notes. Thank I know. You. I, I know. put. I have been writing it in your notes. You every uh, day. just said, "Hey, uh, Joe, uh, I know you're going to see it. I appreciate you going this. last minute on this thing. You go, Amanda and Jeff, Beverly's Jewelers. Don't mess up. Looks like you've got a good run here recently. Going with your wife. You guys seem to be really getting along. You must not be around the house as much these days. I think she'd like something from Beverly's Jewelers. They have so many different things: necklaces, bracelets, earrings, diamond engagement rings. I'm like, Woody, stop." You're sending me notes now? Man, that's all-time babysitting right there. Hey, they're the leader in both lab-grown and earth-grown diamonds when you talk about Beverly's Jewelers and Amanda and Jeff and the family and the great staff they have. And I just want to let you know whatever you're looking for, they have. And if you don't have a jewelry store, you're looking for somebody new, Beverly's Jewelers been around. I've been going there and talking about them for damn near 30 years now. No interest financing. Free gift wrapping, take care of it, make you look like a superstar for Valentine's Day. That gift, just a little gift that says, I love you, man. You made a great effort. Their diamond experts help you every step of the way. They have one of the largest selections of certified diamonds, world-class custom design studio. By the way, if you need some extra cash, Beverly's Gold Buyers are on site every day for immediate payment with the highest payouts. Hey, only place I've been going, no matter what you're looking for, again, 
earrings, bracelets, necklaces. Just go to BevJewelers.com. You can look at the website. More importantly, if you could get to Fort Lauderdale, it's just off Commercial Boulevard, um, and get up there to the big store and see it because they got something for everybody for Valentine's Day. Beverly's Jewelers really is where South Florida gets engaged. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.